0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub.
1: All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. My name's Nasser Pasha. This is the podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. And I'm also joined with a special co-host for today. Special. Matt Staub. I'm here. Matthew Staub, special co-host.
2: Lots of energy from you to bring in this Wednesday episode.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I do.
2: You know who else has a lot of energy is millennials. That's right. That's part of the focus for today, but we're also going to to talk about the flip side of that, which is age discrimination against non-millennials, people that are much older than millennials. The story is a few weeks old and we were kind of waiting for some more developments when we first heard about it and it just hasn't been anything yet. It's a sixty-four year old engineer who applied for a job at Google and essentially he felt that he was discriminated against based on his age. I think the average age the average age at Google is twenty nine. But there's some certain things that happened in the interview that made him think that you know he was being discriminated against, et cetera. But the thing that can mean I mean, this is essentially the plot from that movie that Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn was in, right? It was two older guys. Oh yeah.
1: Internship or something, right?
2: Yeah basically just ripped off
1: that movie and now he's suing for age discrimination this is yeah exactly this is just a big copyright infringement actually case
2: <laughs> but yeah there was like i said there were certain things that went on in the interview the interviewer used a speaker phone that did not
1: function well if you actually read the what what the allegations are it, it it's very confusing because they, they lay out this aspect where there's some in- interviewer that has a bad accent and no one understand what's going on and it just sounds like a bad interview with poor communication and somehow that's been translated to age discrimination. It just seems like a little bit of a leap to me. Yeah. Especially with age age discrimination is not an easy thing to, to prove at least in, in more recent years because it's a little bit different when it comes to racial discrimination and things like that. Because if you have a motivating factor other than age discrimination, but then it ends up having age discrimination, it's not necessarily illegal which is kind of funny to say is like, even though age discrimination may be a factor, it still may be okay if a motivational factor is, an, is a legal reason. And it's a very subtle distinction and, and I wouldn't go too far into that if you're an employer and are making decisions because it's a little more complicated than that. But point being is that age discrimination is not a very easy thing to prove, especially in the hiring phase. Because yeah. even, even, if, even if you're able to show that most of the workforce is below the age of 40 that doesn't mean that there's age discrimination there has to be a little bit more than that
2: i mean especially in a situation where it's google and they're looking to hire i assume they're looking to hire an engineer position because that's what yeah software engineering job you know it's very plausible that a 64 four-year-old person doesn't have the same sort of background that a you know, someone who's under the average age of 29 might have because they're fresh out of school where they learn this stuff. So I'm not saying that was the case here, but it's definitely in terms of the hiring phase, it's definitely a possibility. And I'm sure that happens all the time. When this guy was first trying to get software engineering jobs, it was a completely different landscape than it is now. I mean, maybe he's done, he's kept up with it and that's not the case, but it's definitely a possibility.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, some of the things that he, he may try to look at to help his case, I should say, is if he can find things that are in the interview questions or even the advertisements for the jobs themselves. So like for example, we're looking at this article H&M which is apparently a Swedish fashion giant. I don't know, would you describe them as as that a Swedish fashion giant? But <laughs> I I do have to admit I do know what H&M is because I I have some clothes from there that have been purchased on my behalf. What's that even mean? <laughs> oh, because, you know, my, my wife bought me some clothes from h H&M. and
2: You said that in the most convoluted way. You could just be like, yeah, my, my wife bought me something from there. I own clothes that were purchased on my behalf by an undisclosed person.
1: <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so h H&M is apparently, like many companies nowadays, are trying to attract a so-called new kind of worker. And this article is fascinating from an age discrimination perspective because this is an article from H&M, but somehow, of course, H&M's PR, I'm sure, got this article out there, Some I assume, and this is how it usually works, especially with Business Insider, they're usually articles that are disguised as, or advertisements that are disguised as articles, at least in my opinion, that's what it seems like. The point being is that the article's about how H&M is, is targeting millennials and trying to get them as employees, but if they went out and they said that okay, we're only hiring employees less than age of forty. Of course, that is illegal. But yeah, there are other things in the ads that in your job advertisements that can also get you in trouble. Like if you look, if you say, "Oh, I'm looking for recent college graduates" or things like that, that can actually be used against you in an age discrimination lawsuit.
2: Yeah, I mean, in those situations, you just ask for well. I guess in that situation, you would want to ask for people with less experience, but it's kind of backwards of the way you would normally maybe structure something.
1: I think what H&M is doing, I guess they're having pictures of young people and, and their marketing material. I, I went through, I didn't see anything specific that was, you know, red flag, because I assume, okay, they're, I, I know I've said this many times, because, and I've been wrong, but I assume this is a big company that they've reviewed this aspect of things, because age discrimination applies on both a federal and state level. In fact, if you have 20 or more employees, then you are under the federal rules. But in states like California, if you have as little as five employees, then you may not discriminate because of age at, at that point.
2: Yeah. Where do you feel like we hear about this the most? I guess when someone's terminated, they're saying it's age discrimination?
1: Yeah, usually. It's tougher to prove that, right? Unless yeah. you're, again, unless you're marketing materials or you're your interview questions like for example you can even ask someone's birth date to determine their age and that question alone I wouldn't recommend it unless there's a real purpose for it but my point is, is that unless there's some other factors that shows that you're discriminating against that alone is not enough and so I think it's hard it's easier to prove if you have you know if you have a manager and this is what stuff I can easily see happening at Google if you have a manager that is under the age of 40 and they are managing employees that are over the age of 40, I can easily see you know, little comments here and there and jokes being made that may lead someone to believe that, okay, they're being treated differently or negatively because of their age if something happens, if they're terminated or if they're not promoted or if they're not getting a raise and things like that. And also the reverse is true. Sometimes your more experienced personnel are gonna be older, of course, but then they're also gonna be higher paid because they're more experienced. And if a company wants to save some money, sometimes they get rid of the highest paid workers because that's where it makes the biggest impact. And in the past, that used to be a huge problem. But nowadays that if you can show, again, it has to do with that motivational factor standard. And again, this th- there's some subtleties to this. So uh, again, if you're ma- trying to make this decision, you know, seek legal advice because it can get a little complicated. So, But in general, if you can show that you're making this decision that is not based upon a motivational factor of age, but it's a secondary factor, then you may be able to get away with that of reducing your workforce from, from the top level.
2: Yeah, you know, age discrimination, one of the few employment law related areas that we didn't see too often on the office, unfortunately.
1: No, there was. There was an episode where, I'm I'm trying to remember it. It was when Ryan became CEO, or not CEO, or whatever, became head of the company. Vice President. Yeah. Vice President, right? And he was implementing all these changes, and then Creed went up to Michael saying, hey, you know what's going on, right? I mean, they're trying to push our the old geezers out. Oh, and then, yeah. And then, and then Michael came later at a meeting like, you know, this is age discrimination and so forth, and the guy from HR Toby agreed with him.
2: Yeah, because he dyed his hair, like jet black. And then <laughs> yeah. he was drinking, he's drinking Red Bull and like says some comment. And yeah, I think he was like skateboarding maybe even. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. That's right. The only, the only thing I could remember was there was one time when just like a random comment, Creed said something and Dwight said, thanks old man. Yeah. Just because it was a really funny scene. That's the only reason I remember that. But yeah, I did forget about the part with when Ryan introduced all that new technology. And that's funny. So this H and M thing, It says it's going to be targeting millennials. Are there any actual
1: uh, ads that we found that like, yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to find it and, and that's the thing, like even comments like that, saying that, Oh, we're trying to attract a younger workforce. That's that that can get a little dicey, you know, and because keep in mind that you can discriminate against the young. You can say that, okay, I only want to hire people 40 and older there's no statutory protections for the young, for 39 and younger, right? But you can't say, for example, I'm gonna only hire people that are 50 and older because then you're discriminating against people that are 40 to 50. So it it kind of works kind of awkwardly that way. So by saying that I'm going for a younger workforce, that can be a little, I I wouldn't recommend that. Frankly, like, you know, stores like H&M, who who else would work there? It it seems. (laughs) That that was my first thought was like, I, I mean, the store's probably already full of millennials. Yeah. I mean, do you even need to say that you're targeting them? I mean, that's, your, that's who he's going to. So, you know, back in 19, I guess it was 1986, the, the age protection used to be at age 70.
2: Yeah we've bumped down the age a lot and two people are living longer. So like forty's the new 30.
1: What I meant to say, the upper age limit was, was 70. So it was from 40 to 70 in 1986. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. I think in 1986 is when it was removed. Now, as we know, it's everyone above the year 40 all the way to whatever the limit is of when a, when a life ends.
2: Yeah, see, when the laws change, I just completely forget everything that happened with
1: the previous law. So... <laughs> I've wiped it out of my mind completely. So that's our age discrimination. If you think about, we—I don't think we've actually covered that as 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 much as we've covered pretty much every topic in our podcast in the last hundred some episodes, 190 episodes. We haven't covered age discrimination.
2: Yeah, and, and we might have mentioned it here or there. I don't know. I, it's one of the areas where I don't. F- there's not that much in the news about it. I feel like so.
1: And it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen that often it requires the employee to either sue their current or former employer. And sometimes that's difficult in itself, right? And then you have a proof requirement. And in fact, the only reason we hear about sexual discrimination, or I should say gender discrimination, or things like that, is because it only happens in outrageous moments and then you end up hearing about it because someone makes some comment here or there or whatever. But age discrimination, because because you're able to, and the same with race, right? But with age discrimination, because they can be a secondary factor that could cover the real reason of the termination or the adverse termination, then it's, it's much harder for the employee to prove. Makes it more difficult and not as common. Yeah, they had some
2: examples of like inappropriate comments to call old people or older people. Gramps, other things. Gramps. <laughs> Old man. Old man.
1: That's that's actually, what about old woman? Probably. Double whammy. <laughs> Double
2: whammy. You like rarely hear someone call a woman old. That's true. It's not proper.
1: Well, very good. So, okay. I think that's it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Keep it sound and keep it smart.
0: This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Stop. but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.